Hi, I'm Eric Marsh with Southeastern Wisconsin Normal, and thanks for listening to The Plug. On this episode of The Plug, we have the Executive Director for Southeastern Wisconsin Normal, Eric Marsh. Eric Marsh is, uh, has been a part of this association for over seven years, and um, we asked him to come on because it's going to be, we, we need someone from the Normal chapter to represent to this audience and catch us up on the current status of, of cannabis, its legality, and its prosecution as it, as it stands in the state of Wisconsin. Um, that being said, this episode, we if, if you're catching it just on time, you sh- will have an opportunity to come join us Wednesday, May 16th for the Milwaukee Podcast Meetup. Um, that is an opportunity to meet other podcast productions, other people that are creating content such as video producers, sound engineers, composers, um, show producers, uh, if you're in stand-up comedy or in uh, improvisational comedy or you're looking to get into those two sectors, um, there will be people, individual show producers, stand-up comics and other people from the nightlife entertainment industry to network with. Um, the topic of this this meeting's discussion is going to be old, v, old media versus new media and how these two generations can learn from each other and work together. Um, there's going to be some there's going to be some um, special guest speakers on this topic and obviously an open panel discussion um, with prepared statements but we are excited to meet everyone who is interested in coming to learn from those people, to work with those people, and um, share an evening. So uh, without further ado, let's open up episode 22, I believe. Is that right, Regina? 22. 22. So Eric Marsh, welcome to our studio. We have to apologize, we've got some construction, but so it goes in new developments, you're gonna have a lot of activity. So thanks for your tolerance and yeah. on this episode. Thanks for having me. Yes, so can I just open with the first thing that I like about you, Eric? Yeah, definitely, that's a good way to start it. Wonderful. Um, so the first thing that I noticed about you is that you are busy. Normal is running a bunch of events. You're involved in a lot of different activities, and there's a lot of people who rely on you for their information. Um, and one thing that I like about busy people is they stay busy. So it's, if anyone ever complains of, oh, it's hard to get on your calendar, or um, it's, you know, you don't really make time for the uh, people like us or something, um, it's because I think professionalism is well-maintained when you can have flexibility and consistent correspondence and still get what you're looking to get done. And so I think it's good advice for any listeners who are wondering how to get in touch with the people of interest that are busy. Um, Well, first know that they're going to stay busy and to get on their calendar, you got to pick up the pace and make sure that your your schedule is as flexible as as there are or as consistent or as active, so that when you meet up, it seems a bit synchronistic. That being said, Eric, I like your tenacity, I like how busy you are, and I like that um, you were open-minded to having a conversation today. Of course. Wonderful. Regina, how are you doing this morning? I feel, I feel a sense of, of ownership and, and um, 
pride in the fact that we're bringing this to the public. Um, I know a huge amount of our listeners and uh, probably your audience um, doesn't get to hear about the state of cannabis legalization very often. So uh, I think it's pretty cool that we get to talk about it today. And um, I think we can have a candid conversation on how far away that actually is and the steps necessary to actually make it happen to where we can start profiting from the buying and selling of cannabis. Mm -hmm. How far away is that? How far are we? It really all depends on what happens in November. I mean, Scott Walker, as most people know, is very much opposed to legalization. And so if he gets a third term, it's going to be very hard to do anything with him in there, even if the Democrats could retake both houses of the legislature. Um, luckily, there's a lot of good candidates running against Scott Walker. Um, pretty much all of the Democrats have come out in favor of legalization. Uh, there's a Libertarian, a Green Party candidate um, that both support legalization. Um, so now it's just kind of a matter of, like, we need to... We need to elect one of them to replace Scott Walker, and then like between the Democrats, it's a matter of how far they're willing to go, because all of them, Tony Evers is the only one who we haven't yet gotten a questionnaire response from, um, and everyone we've gotten, we've gotten them from all the other Democratic candidates. They all are in favor of legalization. Um, it's just that some of them are willing to allow like personal home grows, whereas uh, some of them only want people to be able to buy it in stores. And some of them are willing to go even further and say that they're going to go expunge and pardon people with criminal records for cannabis and undo some of the harms that have been already created by cannabis prohibition. Whereas some of the other candidates say, yeah, we'll legalize it going forward. We'll stop creating these harms, but we're not going to do anything to go backwards. Uh, but luckily, most of the candidates on the Democratic side have come out in favor of pardons and home grows. So it's just a matter of, of dragging the whole field across and getting one of them uh, elected in August to, to run against Scott Walker in the general. August. Wow, that's fantastic. August election. That's an August election. What, what else is on that ballot? Is that for mayors? So, what, what should we... So the August election is the primary election, the partisan primary election for the year. And so that's going to be um, the primaries, like, so the party primaries for the state assembly, the state senate, the governor, lieutenant governor, secretary of state, uh, those, those higher level offices. Mayors and, like, county supervisors and all that are elected in April um, in the election that we just had, like, a month or so ago. Very that's, cool. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So that's that's the, the next opportunity to, um, that's the next opportunity to vote to and vote. Yeah. make a difference. Yeah, and so we just want to make sure that you know some of the strongest pro cannabis candidates uh, get get forward. You know, um, in the election, we'll, we'll see where Tony Evers stands, um, but he hasn't you know shown a whole lot of interest in taking this up as a major issue. Yeah. Um, but I mean, a number of the candidates have made this a major issue on their campaign, and so I'm happy to. So like candidates like uh, Matt Flynn, Mike McCabe, Kelda Royce, uh, Andy Gronick's been talking about it a bit, um, uh, Mike Crute, uh, these are all candidates who have been, been pretty strongly supportive. Mike Crute, who just spoke at your recent Grow the Vote event. Yes. Um, was yes. that a Grow the Vote town hall? Yeah, Grow the Vote town hall, yeah. It's like the first half is like information regarding like cannabis or legalization or like this time it was more on like different misconceptions and where people get information from. I believe it was Reframing <clears throat> Cannabis in Wisconsin by oh, Sawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah. V-Seth. V-Seth. Yes. V-Seth. Yep. Great presentation. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Uh, you said major issue. 
that candidates aren't making it a major issue when it really touches every single realm of life, of society. Mm -hmm. It touches the medical realm. It touches commerce so big. It touches taxes. It touches personal freedoms. Civil services. It touches Mm -hmm. entertainment. It touches recreation. It touches literally every single thing that politics is about. Yeah, it's, it's a huge issue, and there's so many benefits that can come. I mean, $130 million a year in tax revenue, 25% reductions in opiate overdose deaths, uh, no longer locking people up and destroying people's lives, which is a huge deal to the people who get caught up in the system. Um, so, yeah, this, this really needs to be a major issue, and I'm happy to see that a number of candidates are taking it as a major issue, and it is a majorly supported issue, too, with the latest, well, not the latest Marquette poll, but the last time Marquette asked about it in 2016, it had 59% support among Wisconsinites. So this isn't even a fringe issue. This is an issue that candidates should be talking about. So that, that brings up, so you had said that Marquette Research is normal partnering with any other um, organizations within the community to help the movement, to help spread information, help educate the community? Yeah, well, so, I mean, we, we partner with, uh, I mean, we, we do things here and there with, with some different organizations. We're coming, we're going to be doing like a governor candidate forum sometime in like June or July that is going to be partnered with uh, our Wisconsin Revolution and the Working Families Party and potentially Citizen Action of Wisconsin. Um, we, we've, we've done, uh, we partner with the Green Party sometimes with different events. Uh, so yeah, just here and there we, we do different things. And there's a number of different groups that are, are working on. Uh, cannabis legalization to some degree, and so we, we partner here and there with them. If, if there was an organization that was interested in working with Normal to help move the word forward or help just present information for education, um, mm-hmm. it, would that be something that Normal's open to? Is that something? Oh, definitely. That- yeah, we want to work with anyone who you know, wants to work with us, anyone who wants to, you know, has some ideas or just wants to you know, get working on, on something. That's um, great. Yeah, doing canvassing, petition drives, like just working. Like we always have uh, booths at the different street festivals around Milwaukee trying to get out information, collect signatures, things like that. Would you have shared speakers? Like if a university wanted to present a couple professors and you bring an industry specialist to talk, you guys would have... Yeah, that sounds sounds interesting. (laughs) That sounds like a good event. How would someone get in touch with you if if they did that? A good way to get in touch with us, either through Facebook, um, Southeastern Wisconsin Normal on Facebook. Send us a message there. Um, You can email us, or you can go to our website to find our contact info, um, sewinormal.org. And normal spelled N-O-R-M-L, because it's the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, but if you type an A in there, it'll get you there anyway. We made, you know, we bought up both domains just to make sure. (laughs) Nice! (laughs) We knew there would be, whoa, it's a little... (laughs) We knew there would be confusion, so yeah, I figured just you know help people out if they they make a typo. That's great. So yeah, um, yeah, just email us, uh, message us on Facebook is really the best way to get a hold of us. That's cool. That's a good plug. Solid plug. You hear it, people. Um, if you want to get involved with Normal, you've heard it from Eric Marsh himself. Um, Normal is open to help spreading the word and keeping the mission moving forward. So if you're looking for outlet to support the cannabis movement. Here's one. And what is the mission of Normal? So our mission is basically to educate people on cannabis and so the benefits of cannabis, the harms of cannabis prohibition, and to reform the laws, to change the laws so that people have access to cannabis, so that people can can grow it in their own homes, so that people can, can buy it at dispensaries, so that it's regulated, so that we know it's safe, there's not pesticides in it, so that people know 
like what the different cannabinoid, THC, CBD contents are, and also to expunge, pe expunge current convictions that people have for cannabis-related crimes. So, and that includes, you know, possession, selling, growing, um, just anyone who has, you know, cannabis-related, just cannabis crimes should, should have those expunged. People shouldn't be being punished for that. People shouldn't have that on their record. People shouldn't be denied housing or employment because of cannabis. Like, that's just, there's no reason for that. And how do you, you've been in Milwaukee for how long? Um, I mean, I, about, let's see, about 11 years, I guess now, with two years, oh, okay, nine years. Will you be at any music festivals this year? I personally, uh, I personally will be. I mean, I'm going down to summer camp um, at the end of the month. That's in Illinois, so there's not a whole lot of, like, southeastern Wisconsin normal stuff to do there. Um, so personal that's, trip. That's a personal, <laughs> yeah, it's a personal trip. Um, otherwise, uh, I mean... Normal is always at like all the different street festivals around here. Um, I might go to Infrasound, and then you know that's more that's in Wisconsin, so that's like my. It's not southeastern Wisconsin. We're familiar but, with Infrasound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've been to there like three years in a row. It was oh, okay, pretty nice, epic. nice. Yeah, I was um, there a couple years ago. It was pretty fun. That's awesome. The Back venue when, has changed just now up at right. High Ridge Hills. Yeah, I was there when it was at NCN. Yeah, us too. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. It's a bonding exercise. Now, now we're all on the same page. <laughs> so we're all paying attention. Okay. 2018 is an exciting year. There is how many days left? 231. 231 oh, wow. days left in this year. What are you excited to get done with that, with that time left? Uh, I'm excited to elect a new governor. It is really the, the biggest thing that we need to do. I mean, we, it, like I was saying before, if, if we can kick Scott Walker out and elect a better legislature, we can be seeing legalization discussed in about a you know this time next year, like seriously discussed and being being voted on. Um, otherwise, we're gonna have to wait another five years. And even if we kick Scott Walker out and you know the Republicans still control the legislature, we can clean that up in 2020, which is better than having to wait all the way to 2022 to get some stuff done. So that's yeah, the governor is the most important thing this year, in my opinion. Uh, so. Uh, you, you had referred to different parties. Does is does cannabis affect one party more than the other? Uh, I mean, it's it's a pretty nonpartisan issue. We it definitely we have care. a lot of the plant doesn't care. Right, right. Just saying, everybody can feel the benefits of it. Right. I would I would agree. I think that's why I was because it's important that the, we have a governor that supports an initiative that reflects our interests. Absolutely. Right. And I know plenty of conservatives who like to get down with their cannabis, you know? <laughs> they, need to, they need to drag <laughs> Scott Walker along then. Because, <laughs> yeah, I know, a lot of, I know a lot of Republicans and conservatives who, who support it, too. Um, but unfortunately, none of the Republicans, I mean, like, Melissa Sargent's bill to legalize has been introduced every year for the past few years, and it gets a bunch of Democratic co-sponsors, but not a single Republican wants to take mm -hmm. it up. Uh, a Republican introduced a decriminalization bill, at least, um, but he was the only Republican to support it. So the Republicans have a long ways to go in their support of it, unfortunately. Wow. I came out as a <laughs> cannabis user on that episode oh, okay. and nice. um, discussed that I think that it doesn't always have to be smoked. I think you can eat right. cannabis as as a means to a healthy life and an overall wellness perspective. Uh, I think there's a lot of content talking about the nutritional benefits of consuming it that way mm -hmm. versus burning it and inhaling it. And that requests a, a, a shift in... It's a paradigm shift it's is what we're looking for. <laughs> a paradigm shift in the culture surrounding the can surrounding cannabis and mm. um, the stigma 
or not stigma, but stereotypes associated. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I think it can be um, included in your, um, in the lineup with other superfoods and, and antioxidants, Mm -hmm. you know, that have been raised up as um, super beneficial for health. Yeah, I mean, hemp seeds, hemp seeds are, are really good for you, too. They're supposed to have, like, good balance of protein, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, omega-3s and mm-hmm. good stuff like that. Well, and I think it, get lo- it gets lumped in similar to hip-hop. Like, or when there, if you look deeper into hip-hop, there's a history of music, creators, so many sub-genres within that. Um, but since, since it's easily categorized, like cannabis, um, these stereotypes just get associated mm-hmm. and people are, it's easier to reject, oh, I know what that is, it's not for me because of the association XYZ, they previously, you know, previously had. Because I don't listen to the Grateful Dead. Well, yeah. you should. But <laughs> right. Well, does your grandparents suffering from pain right? or inflammation? Yeah, absolutely. Are you looking for a healthy way to let loose? Are you... Have uh, you ever turned to alcohol for a good time? Gee, maybe we consider, you know? Any one of these right. boxes are a qualifying condition <laughs> yeah. for and that, and recreational that, use. There reminds me of another like kind of common misconception people have that like cannabis is just cannabis, that there's, you know, like like there's different kinds of beer, but it all just kind of gets you drunk, you know? It's For sure. Uh, with cannabis, there's so many different cannabinoids and terpenes and mm-hmm. different constituents of it. Mm-hmm. So the different strains, it's not just a matter of what has more or less, it's it's mm-hmm. different types of cannabinoids. And so it's, you know, you have one strain that you you smoke it or eat it or, you know, whatever you want to do with it. Um, and it might give you... <laughs> Shove it up your butt. <laughs> anyway. <It's pretty> <laughs> I don't, know if, I don't know how I'm effective that, that technique is. I'm just but it's free I'm, happy I'm, sure, we, yeah. I'm sure somebody's yeah. tried it. Of course, yeah. <laughs> anyway. But it's like there's some strains that'll, you know, give you energy and, right? you know, make Sativas, you... Yeah. Uh, generally are discussed as giving you energy, um, stimulating your mind. They're mm-hmm. great for creativity, writing, painting, doing, any, any sort doing of pursuit. Chores. Hiking, absolutely, you have to get something done versus the indica family, mm-hmm. you know, more mellow, mm-hmm. relaxed. Those are really great for pain. Those are really great for people who can't sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would say witnessing your experimental consumption method as a pioneer, let me categorize <laughs> it that way, first of her kind, that's what I mean by it. Um, it's been... Uh, so the first thing that you learn is to activate THC, you have to decarboxylate it. Heat you it. You have to heat it. But there, in that process, you're destroying or uh, yeah, destroying certain cannabinoids that you would otherwise be benefiting from, maybe mm-hmm. not from the psychoactive side, mm-hmm. but definitely from the swelling reduction side or the... Um, Appetite stimulation, Appetite and, you know, depending on what you're going for. Exactly. And so by seeing Regina's process of preheating of into... Th- 230 degrees. 230 degrees. Uh, wrapped cannabis in a certain... Tin foil. Uh, tin foil. Uh, put it in for about five to seven minutes till it all decarboxylates. De- Carboxylates. And then putting it into something with a healthy fat, like a yogurt or a mm-hmm. butter or a um, an avocado, if you yeah. got it, or fishy salmon. 
with yeah, that fatty acid. Yeah, we baked it on acid. salmon the other day. Oh. <laughs> uh, How did you do it with salmon? You like just put it on top. You put it on top and it like absorbed into yeah. it. And yeah, because the it's like like it's nice and ground up and mm-hmm. like kind of rub it in. <laughs> it's <laughs> the rub. Absolutely. <laughs> but the next step in that nice. process has been the mixture between decarboxylated. Yeah, then I'll just add some and then unprocessed add for the unprocessed for the ben- the. Just Can other it, benefits that aren't psychoactive. Yes. So it's a mixture of these two. And I think mm. that's the experimenting in mm. consumption that needs to be happening because that's something now, now that it's not going behind a building and to torch a bowl smoking, you know? or like sitting in a parking lot and coming out with a cloud of smoke. Yeah. smoke now it's this can, this uh, ingredient can reach more people who right. want that advantage. And just a, I need to disclaim here how yes. I found that method um, and that it wasn't breaking laws. So I had the great honor of working at a cannabis dispensary in the state of Arizona. And uh, that's where I became a, a patient. Very easy to get your medical card in the state of Arizona. Um, they have certifying clinics all, all around town and they will establish a qualifying condition for you and then help you fill out your paperwork. And it costs all of maybe $150 plus maybe $75. So for under $300, you can have your medical card. And then you can go to your choice of dispensaries that are offering top quality medication, flour, and other products for such a bargain. (laughs) You know, I mean, um, it's such a competitive market that they make it really um, financially easy. You know, it's it's not easy. I don't want to say easy, but versus other states with their medical programs. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> like flame yeah. bud for thirty dollar eighths. We'll cut that nice, part, yeah. but <laughs> but it's 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 really cool. And so it, having that opportunity um, and exposure to have access to really high quality cannabis um, that's fresh, and I know where it came from, and all patients get to know where it comes from. Also, all that information is disclosed then having access to it and realizing I wanted to use it in my life in a way that was not harmful. You know, I didn't want to have any bad habits. And as someone who's very conscious about my health um, and lung health, um, I chose a different route. So that also helped set me up for talking about the issue and talking about cannabis with other people um, because most people still shy away from it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it still is kind of a taboo issue, and it really shouldn't be. Absolutely. And coming back to the Midwest um, with that on my public resume, you know, not public resume, but if I'm looking for a, a position, um, and then right there in the in the interview process, I have to disclose how I spent two years of my time was working with bulk cannabis. <laughs> yeah. You know? But... Yeah. Which is amazing. It yeah, was so fun. Great. I bet it was. Oh, and seeing how lucrative it is and how lucrative it can be really made me eager to push for the ability to do that here because it's it's amazing. It's just stacks and stacks and stacks of cash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Hundreds of millions. Yeah. Oh man. At the- and up here it's so hard to get good quality stuff and it's it's shrouded in in judgment and oh my god they're gonna know so it's just the red foreman from that 70s show are you high you know what i mean it's it still has that uh people don't take it seriously people judge you for it they judge your other qualities they Mm -hmm. think that you're not someone that can be trusted they think that you're not somebody that's going to accomplish things with your life 
all because you choose to make yourself feel yeah. okay. I mean, I feel like that's becoming <laughs> less and less nowadays. Uh, I, I feel like I don't get as much judgment for it anymore. Um, and I mean, like what, like at work, I mean, there's lots of people, uh, I don't know. Yeah. There's people everywhere who, who, who use it and mm -hmm. the people who don't even like, I think a lot of them understand that it's really not that bad of a thing. Um, so I don't really run into like a whole lot of, of people, you know, thinking that it would be a failure and, and things like that anymore. Okay, that must have been my own personal yeah. fears. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Don't worry. A side effect don't worry. may You're be safe. paranoid. <laughs> You're fulfilling one stereotype at least. <laughs> oh, man. But I don't know. Depends where you are. Brookfield Brookfield's a little different of an area. Yeah, I'll whatever. say that. Yeah, it's true. But, Oh man! But I, I mean, it's it's surprising because I definitely feel that way too. It's like, oh, I gotta hide this, and then once people around me find out, it's like they're they're all you know. They're like, can I get They some? either find out, yeah. It's yeah. either they're they use it too, or they're just like, oh yeah, I think that should be legal. I don't use it, but so and so that I know does. And but really, you know, can I get you? Can I get some? Can I text right, you? You right. know, there, people are like that. Are they available? they want the connection asap. And mm -hmm. you what, might even well, say definitely had that at work. <laughs> the plug. The way that mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the best thing is find just legalize uh, it. Secure well, yeah, relationships. Yeah. Push your friends to vote in August, right? Right, right. August and November, very important. Awesome. And so, how can people get involved with the organization? Um, we have our meetings the second Tuesday of every month at the downtown public library at six p.m. Um, that's a good place to to come out and you know get plugged into to what we're doing and, and meet everybody. Um, we also have, we have like our work days every Tuesday nights, uh, every Tuesday that's not a meeting night, we do down at Collectivo in Bayview. Um, and so we do like data entry on like the different petition forms that we get, adding people's emails into our, our database and uh, to our mailing list and, and figuring out like what districts everyone lives in so we know which assembly people to, to hand these petition forms to. Um, so we do that every Tuesday, uh, so that's work to be done. Um, just yeah, just contact us on on Facebook or you know at Southeastern Wisconsin Normal on Facebook or SEWINormal.org. Um, you can find our contact info there if you want to get plugged in. We need people help running tables at different events and going door to door doing canvassing and just all kinds of different miscellaneous tasks and, and things like that. So yeah, there's there's something for everyone you know to do. Well, that's awesome. We'll leave a link in the description cool. and uh, for get involved, grow the vote, and um, for normal in southeastern Wisconsin. Any uh, last things you want to say about what got you into this type of work? Um, I mean, I guess I was just, like, cannabis was, you know, once I started uh, smoking it, it just did a lot of good things for me. It just helped me with my, you know, social anxiety in particular. I was able to, like, open up to people more and just, you know, it just helped open up a lot of doors for me. And I, you know, then contrasting that with, you know, what the police would do, you know, just like the harassment that like, you know, me and my friends and, and whatnot would, would get by police, uh, you know, just wanted to, to change things. It just wasn't fair seeing people's lives get turned upside down over a plant that has so much, so much benefit. And that's, you know, that's how I ended up, you know, that's what inspired me to get involved. That's awesome. Cool. That's awesome. Well, thanks for tuning in to the plug. And as always, that's been an episode, as always. I don't know. Thanks for tuning in. You guys are great. We'll see you May 16th at the Milwaukee Podcast Meetup at the Hive offices. We are starting the discussion at 6 p.m. Excited to see you there. Thanks for tuning in. Awesome.
Hi, I'm Eric Marsh with Southeastern Wisconsin Normal, and thanks for listening to The Plug.